Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Farewell, Josh Hader. Yeah, or not. I mean, or, you know, just... Farewell is what we say when we say goodbye to someone. Yeah, farewell. And you want them to fare farewell. Well. And I don't know if Padres fans really want Josh Hader to fare well or not. We'll talk about the baseball moves uh, coming up a little bit later this hour. Take on Woods is just a couple of minutes away. We didn't play it all last week. We did a lot of 1984 Padres trivia. Well, we were out at Fantasy Camp in Arizona, but we will be back uh, with our musical Brack. trivia. Bree back. We'll be back. We'll be back with our musical trivia challenge here in a couple of minutes. If you want to get online early, you can call right now, 833-288-0973. Chance to qualify for that trip to Las Vegas, concert tickets, uh, the whole shooting match against Woods, 833-288-0973. We just talked about yesterday's NFL games. Had to mention Saturday's games as well, including maybe the best game of the weekend. I don't know. Chiefs-Bills was pretty good, but 49ers-Packers was an outstanding football game my god uh lots of drama lots of back and forth and and you actually had what you're always looking for in the playoffs put the ball in the hands of an mvp candidate like brock purdy and see if they can get it done trailing in the fourth quarter on a final drive and that's what the greats have done in the in the history of the nfl and while brock purdy is a long way from being an nfl great uh, he took a step in that direction by leading his team on the game-winning drive. Uh, 69 yards capped by the touchdown by Christian McCaffrey with a minute seven remaining to reach their third straight NFC Championship game with a 24-21 win over a pesky Packers team. Gave them everything they could that, handle, That man. played really well for the first you know three quarters of that game uh, in a situation where I, I thought they'd probably get their doors blown off, happy to be there, got their win, uh, no, no, they were determined to see if they could uh, stretch this thing all the way to an NFC title game or a Super Bowl. And uh, 49ers fans had to be extremely nervous watching as that game unfolded on Saturday. Christian McCaffrey remains one of the best trade deadline moves in the history of the NFL. They're not the 49ers without Christian McCaffrey. And, uh, you know, what he brings to that team, Benny, um, two scores. For him, he was unbelievable. Purdy was very pedestrian. You know, he was he missed a ton of throws as well. Um, adrenaline, don't know what it was. I know that it was a little mo- he was a little moist. They showed that. You see that clip of him dropping back with the ball, wiping his throwing hand on his jersey, then re grabbing the ball to try to throw it. A little slick out there. It's like me on the golf course on Saturday morning. It was, rain. Uh, it was pouring on my second nine. And I was walking, and I was I was waterlogged. My glove was soaked through. It's my terrible. grips were wet. I could barely hold on to the club. It was a tournament, and I was fighting through. But it's hard to play when it gets wet and slippery. Although everyone made so much about the weather, wasn't losing Debo Samuel in the first quarter maybe even a bigger deal? You know, Brock Purdy has always been a quarterback who 
uses all of his weapons so well. You take away a big weapon like that, that has a huge impact. And, and his status going forward going to be, I think, critical for this game against the Detroit Lions. It's hard to even you know, put out a line not knowing whether Debo Samuel is going to be healthy or not for that game. So that's, that's a big one to lose Debo Samuel in the first quarter with that shoulder injury. It's a huge one, but I feel like if you've got Ayuk and you've got McCaffrey and you've got George Kittle, like... Your Cadillac problems a little bit. And, and hey, make no mistake, when it counted the most is when he was his most accurate. Six for seven on the the decisive drive uh, there for Brock Purdy. And they got the job done, man. And I I was very impressed. And, again, much like the Buffalo Bills, I know that that they're – more favored to win it every year than the Green Bay Packers. No one really expected this from the Packers this year, and really nobody expected them to go into Dallas and whoop the Dallas Cowboys like they did. But I think that you're pretty pleased if you're a Green Bay Packers fan. I think you're you're pretty uh, excited about the future. And Jordan Love, I know he made a terrible throw uh, to end the game there, a ball that you just can't throw at all. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. He's he's still learning. Uh, but he, there's a lot to be excited about if you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Yeah, his third quarter, uh, two touchdowns, both go-ahead scores in the third quarter. Jordan Love made huge strides here he in did. his first season starting. And if you're a Packers fan, you look at this season as a win. I know you're a Super Bowl organization, and, and when you don't win at all, it, it feels like you're falling short. But Let's be honest. No one expected much this year. Didn't even think you'd get to the playoffs. The progress Jordan Love made, the pieces you've got around him, the future looked very bright all of a sudden in Green Bay, and you got to feel pretty good going into this offseason, even after that mistake at the end. And I mean, you know, you just got to live to fight another pass. That's the that's, that's the it. ball you throw if it's fourth down. Yeah, no and doubt. And the game's over prayer. if, if you, you, know, you throw up the prayer. You cannot throw that in any other circumstance. Just so many bad things can happen. So few good things can happen when you throw across your body. But ultimately, a successful season for the Green Bay Packers. And uh, they look like one of those teams to keep an eye on next season. That last pass, it's a learning experience, obviously, as we just mentioned. I thought that Jordan Love, though, and the other young quarterback that we haven't talked about that we're probably just about to, C.J. Stroud, very impressed with what I saw from both of those guys all season long. Yeah, wasn't expecting a ton as as just new to the league and, and so much to learn and grasp. And man, were they exciting to watch! It's funny because as I mentioned earlier, I missed on all four of my against the spread picks this weekend. I didn't feel terrible about any of them, even the Texans who ended up getting bodied in the second half. In that first half, tied ten ten, and watching what I saw. I felt pretty good about my, you know, Texans yeah. with the with the points pick. I felt pretty good about the Bills, you know, for a lot of that game giving the points. I felt good about the Bucks keeping it close. Hey, had they not gone for that two point conversion, the with the uh, you know the sabermetrics or whatever it is, the analytics of football telling you to go for two and they had made it, we had seven and a half in that game, right? So that was the difference in the spread on that game. They went for two, didn't get it, so I didn't win that one. And the the 49ers, that was probably the one that was I was most off on, but uh, they did at least win. So, I mean, none of those games were bad. And, you know, I think, yeah, T.J. Stroud was clearly the pick of the draft. Uh, whether or not you give him credit for it, you know, because it took Bryce Young going to the Carolina Panthers for him to fall to number two. You could say, well, if we had the number one pick, we would have taken C.J. Stroud anyway. 
I doubt it. Everyone would have taken Bryce Young in that situation. Turned out not to be the right pick. C.J. Stroud clearly looks like a, a franchise quarterback in the making. And uh, like the Packers, a very good season for the Texans where you're building on that in the offseason going forward. And, and another franchise quarterback that I just can't take my eyes off anytime he has the football is Lamar Jackson. Uh, only I saw a tweet, only Lamar Jackson could go out and dominate a game like he did and there still be doubters about Lamar Jackson. It, it The fact that that... That there were people in that town that didn't want him back, that wanted to run him out of town, is mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling. He is watching that guy play. What are you complaining about from that game? He's an elect. Well, that, that he only had 180 yards yeah, passing he, or something? I mean, I saw a guy he yesterday. Had another 100 on the ground and two touchdowns. I saw a guy yesterday say, man, the NFL's better when these guys are in the pocket slinging it. And I Who go, cares? bro, you're out of your mind. Get like, the you, ball in the end zone. Get, score touchdowns. What's the point of the offense? Win games. Get, get into the end zone. Get in the Win end zone. games. I mean, That's all he does. What a what a – a threat that he is and watching him play is it's an electric factory every time he's got the ball you're like oh my god oh my god he's he's unbelievable to watch i was surprised that that was just his second playoff win of all second time, out though. of five yeah. yeah that that did surprise me i didn't realize that you just i figured oh, he's got to have more than that no no this is important postseason still for lamar jackson and baltimore well i, I don't think that they've gotten to the level if they lose at home next week it's kind of disappointing hundred Chris is making fun of me every team that lost is a winner in ben's eyes but the ones that win <laughs> like the ravens they still have something to prove here the the you know their season's not a success yet if they if they can't make it past the chiefs in the next round i don't think you're that happy about things if you're a baltimore ravens fan well no i don't, I don't think so either but you've got the mvp uh in in lamar jackson and and he is uh, so capable of doing so many different things uh, out there. and So you you wondered, well, man, what did Harbaugh say to those guys at half? It really wasn't him. It was Lamar. Lamar said he was really leading the halftime charge. Uh, and they said, well, what did you say? He said, a lot of cursing. <laughs> so he went in there, chewed guys out. Well, they went uh, 24 to 0 in the second half, Ben, and, and handled business 34 10 against the Houston Texans. Uh, Baltimore just looks, looks pretty. Those games, these games next weekend are going to be fantastic. Take on Woods is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil. Change, it only takes 15 minutes, and you don't have to get out of your car. For directions and discounts, go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Let's get to it. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 All right, we got Steve as our contestant this morning. Happy New Year to you, Steve. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good to hear from you. All right, let's get you into the January drawing for the trip to Las Vegas at the Westgate and the tickets to time on April 11th at the International Theater. Check out the newly designed Premier Rooms, part of the $70 million in room renovations at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get your own tickets at Ticketmaster.com. All right, Woods has left the studio. You get to go first. Five questions of musical trivia. Your category choices are head of the class, Five song titles, including the word head. Open and shut up. Those are five song titles that include either the word open or the phrase shut up. Or I'm in the band. Or in this case, band is in all five song titles uh, for the game. So which one of those three would you like to play, Steve? Head of the class, open and shut up, or I'm in the band? Uh, la, 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 la. I'm in the band. Let's I'm in that. the band. All right, the new category again. Band will appear in all five song titles. Uh, do you want to play Woods straight up or keep your advantage, Steve? 
I got to keep my advantage. Keeping his advantage. All right. Uh, five questions, 60 seconds. If you don't know one, say pass. We'll come back to it. First question is the two-second song. You need to give me the title of the song that includes the word band and the artist. To score that point, we'll go on from there. I'll let Polly cue that up. Polly, tell me when you're ready. He is ready to go. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Steve, the category is I'm in the band. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Let's take on Woods. 737, come on, daughter, let's go. Three, one, revival. Yeah. Which Beatles song and album title track appears twice on their groundbreaking 1967 release as the first single and then as a reprise in the second-to-last track? And Incorrect. Grand Funk Railroad's first number one hit in 1973 is which song about life on tour? For an American band. Correct. Paul McCartney evokes the theme of escape in which number one hit for Wings in 1974? There's band on There it is. Considered one of the 500 songs that shaped rock and roll and released in early 1970 before Truckin', which single became the first to ever chart in the top 100 for the Grateful Dead? Oh, wow. Yeah. Go back to the two-second song. You got the band. What's the title? Oh, the time is up. All right, you got two out of the five. You got We're an American Band, Grand Funk Railroad, and Band on the Run. The Beatles song was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. The Creedence Clearwater Revival song was Travelin' Band. And the last one, tough one, Uncle John's Band by Grateful Dead. Steve, hang on the line. Your score of two is locked in. Woods, we'll see if he can beat that. Doesn't get the category. Makes it a little more difficult. I had like five people in this last week ask me, is, is Woods really playing straight up? He doesn't hear any of this. There's, it's not a setup or anything. I go, I promise you. He is playing at 100% straight up. He doesn't know the category. He doesn't know the questions. He, I get like, no clues in advance. On the life of my children, I've never this is a, cheated. This is an authentic game. Never. All right. Steve's score is locked in. 60 seconds back on the clock. Same five questions. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Steve. 737, come on, water the sky. Midnight Ride CCR? Incorrect. Ah. Which Beatles song and album title track appears twice on their groundbreaking 1967 release as the first single, then as a reprise in the second-to-last track? She Loves You? Incorrect. Ah. Grand Funk Railroad's first number one hit in 1973 is which song about life on tour? Um, Pass. Paul McCartney evokes the theme of escape in which number one hit for Wings in 1974. Correct. Considered one of the 500 songs that helped shape rock and roll and released early in 1970 before Truck, in which single became the first to ever chart in the top 100 for the Grateful Dead. Casey Jones? Incorrect. Oh, my God. Let's go back to Grand Funk Railroad's first number one hit in 1973 Uh, is which song? Taking Care of Business? Incorrect. That's a win, Steve. Two to one. Oh, man. What was the category? What was the category? The category is called I'm in the Band. All right, starting. So all songs have the word band so, in the title. You got CCR. American band or traveling band. Traveling band. And then the Beatles album is, uh, the, it was a Beatles album. It was, um, and song is, um, it was, uh, 
don't know. Sergeant Pepper's Sergeant Lonely Pepper's Hearts Club Lonely Band. Hearts Grand Club Funk Band. Railroad is where an American band. Okay. You got band on the run. And then Uncle John's Band. Uncle John's Band. Love that Tough song. one that by the Grateful Dead. Brutal category. Tough yeah. category, Steve. It pays off for you today. the first L of the year? It's the first yeah. L of the year for Woods, proving our point that he is not ah. cheating at this game. Steve, hang on the line. You think that feels good? That does not feel good. <laughs> you are into the drawing for Las Vegas. Uh, Paulie will get all your information during our break. Those are all pretty great songs, yeah. actually, for the first time. It's a tough category, though, for sure. It's very like, tough. When you couldn't figure it out, I what the word was made the rest of them very, very tough, Woo! I would say. Oh, mama. All right, uh, we got Don't Do This coming up next. I don't know if this is a Don't Do This or not, but can someone explain to me what what is Club Shay Shay? And who is Cat Williams? And what the heck was going on with Shannon Sharp over the weekend at Saturday Night Live? So I, I missed this, but <laughs> I, I, can, I can explain everything up until Saturday Night Live. Okay. I missed Same. all of that entirely. I do want to talk about um, C.D. Lamb's mom. Oh. Did you see this? No. Oh, God. All right, that is coming up next. It's Ben and Woods. We'll be back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. Moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti. Fridays at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. It is presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. I guess the don't do this for me is for me because I am so bad with stand-up comedians nowadays. Didn't know who Joe, Joe Coy was. Right. Even though we had Joe Coy had on our on, show. On, on the show, yep. <laughs> when, uh, when he hosted the... Um, 
the Golden Globes earlier this month. Yeah. Now I am confused as to why they're why Shannon Sharp is talking to someone named Cat Williams and they're making fun of it on Saturday Night Live. I'm I was confused on why you brought this to the table. I, if there's am, confusion there. I am confused by the entire concept of what's going on here. So, Paul, you tell me that this Club Shay Shay podcast. So, Shannon Sharp. Sharp. Shannon Sharp has two and a half million subscribers. It's massive. Massive podcast. Yes. That I had never heard of until Saturday Night well, Live made fun of it this week. So, they had Cat Williams in. Now, Cat Williams is a, a comedian, stand up comedian, and uh, he's, he's, he's uh, what you'd call a bit unhinged. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he just says stuff. I mean, it's wild. And he went in there, and he started just trashing every other stand-up comedian. Well, like I, watched, his, I watched the whole thing. Did you? Yeah. He I has some sort riveted. of bit that Kevin Hart is, like, not yeah. real He's or like something? A, like a plant, basically. <laughs> what does that even mean? He's a plant. He, yeah. A plant of what? He was talking about how, like, <laughs> he mentioned Kevin Hart among... He went down the list of pretty much every actor <laughs> or comedian in Hollywood and was just like, nobody just, like arrives in Hollywood and is starring in a show and starring in movies. And I thought that's exactly how it worked, though. <laughs> like, Brad Pitt moved to Hollywood, and they're like, well, this guy's good-looking. What's decent the, actor? I uh, mean, throw him in there. What, do they have to go through the Hollywood minor leagues right. first? And then, they, you know, get, they get promoted to the big-time movies? I mean, he went off on the Kings of Comedy, oh, yeah. accusing people of stealing, stealing his jokes. jokes. It's, it was... I saw the I saw the clips, and I mean, honestly, like maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong. It's just that it's the bitterness, you know. It's just bitterness. It just we see it in radio all the time. My God, do we see it in radio? (laughs) Holy crap! Especially sports radio. Uh, And then does Shannon Sharp just interview comedians or anyone? It's it's, it's, anyone, everyone, sports people, um, everything. So what? What? I don't know. What was your don't do? It's for me. Not knowing who Cat okay. Williams is after not knowing who Joe Coy was right, well, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, he's had Marshawn Lynch, Ric Flair. Uh, yeah, he's music he's, artists, uh, musician or musicians, actors, athletes, comedians. Matthew, how does on. Ben not know who Cat Williams is? I don't know. What what has Cat Williams been in? He's, he's been a in comedian. Wild and Out. He's been in My Wife and Kids, The Boondocks. He's been in Your Wife and Kids? No, that's what it's called. <laughs> oh. Norbit. I never saw Norbit. Friday After Next. Is that... I, I, don't, I haven't seen any of these things. I mean, he's a very, very, very well-known, well-known yeah. comedian. Okay. Yeah. Not not, not, maybe not so much for his it's, acting. Okay. Not he's important. A comedian. I mean, we'll just go back to... Fine. To, we'll go back to Don't Do This and Sports. Fine. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Mama Lamb. Mama Lamb. Leta Ramirez. Um, after the Dallas Cowboys' very embarrassing loss in the playoffs, she went to, Ben, her Facebook page, and she wrote three words. Dak isn't it, is what she wrote. C.D. Lamb's mom. Talking about her son's quarterback. Dak isn't it. So people started weighing in. Said, hey, tell the youngin to come home to the home team, Houston. CJ would love him. She goes, S, I wish he would. CJ is great. This cannot be good. This cannot be good for the team. This cannot be good for uh, you know moving forward uh, together. She also uh, went on to say... How would you feel if my mother, Kim, just tweeted, Woods isn't it. Woods isn't it. Woods isn't it. You know what I'd say to Kim? (laughs) Get in line. Or if, you know, your lovely mother, Marsha, just tweeted, Ben isn't it. God. 
I wish not CD good for club chemistry. It's not. I wish CD would leave. They need to get rid of his ass, Dak. It's guys on that team that want a ring. They work too hard. Dak don't want to win a ring. Mm. How do you, if you're CD Lamb, you, what do you do? You just text Dak and be like, hey, sorry about my mom. She went a little bit bat uh, <laughs> and uh, I apologize. I apologize for her. How does that work? Yeah, that's going to be awkward at the next uh, mini Very. I mean, or... those two guys are a huge part of that team moving forward. Didn't have a great game. Had a great season. Didn't have a great game. Didn't he also, like, CeeDee Lamb set, like, every offensive record the Cowboys have this year? Yeah, he had a great season, season too. Because of Dak throwing to him. Yeah, that is tough, dude. That is tough. Hmm. There's probably been times where your mom thought Woods isn't it. it. She loves you. Yeah, she does. Woods is a clown, Ben, I can listen to. How could you not? Finally, do do this. Back on the Monday. mega doo-doo. There it is. What a performance by amateur golfer Nick Dunlap, 20 years old, University of Alabama, playing in the American Express at PGA West yesterday. Had a four-shot lead going into the final round over a good field. Guys like Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, Sander Shoffley. Yet he was beating all of them. And the pressure on a kid like that must be unbelievable. He he knocked one into the water on seven, made a double bogey, lost the lead, and I go, okay, we've seen this story before. He is going to fall apart. He was down one going into the last few holes, but birdied 16, made a nice uh, nice little like six, seven-footer for birdie to tie Sam Burns for the lead, so they go to the Island Green 17th, and Dunlap has to hit first, and Gets it onto the front of the green. So I'm thinking, oh, this is Burns. He's won five times on tour. He's going to knock it in close. This is it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sliced it right into the drink. Double bogey. And all Burn or all Dunlap needed was a par on the final hole. Now there's water all the way down the left. So he did what all of us would do. Big slice to the right. Second shot, way missed to the right, but it, it got it up and down, made a footer, and became the first amateur to win on the PGA Tour since Phil Mickelson in 1991. 20 years old, man. I watched uh, watched the last couple of holes, and I, I just kept waiting for him to soil himself, as, as most 20-year-olds would do. Let's be honest. As most guys that have never won on tour would. As Sam Burns did, as even Sam though Burns he's gone did. to the Ryder Cup and won five times on tour. Double bogey the last two holes. Insane. Insane, insane accomplishment for this young man. So, here's the thing. The purse was how much? 1.5? The winner's share was just over 1.5 million. Doesn't get a nickel. He doesn't get a dollar. Not to, one dollar. That went to second place finisher, Christian Vizadenholt. <laughs> um, he gets that money. Doesn't get the money. No, no. Oh, he Christian gets, gets the money. Yeah. It's fantastic. If you finish second... Now he gets something even more valuable as soon as he turns pro. Don't he's got say a, exposure and experience. He's got a <laughs> two-year exemption on the PGA Tour yes. through 2026. That's so. Unre- so okay, he turns pro today. I would right? think that would probably be wise. I That's- did see he's playing in the Farmers. It, did he? Oh, yes. did, he, did he commit to the Farmers Got when he email, won? Yeah, uh, you, when you win, yeah. you're allowed to pick the tournament next week. So he's going into the Farmers next so week. So he'll be here. And maybe as a pro, too. Um, so the only reason he wasn't turning pro, he won the U.S. Amateur last year, yep. and that comes with an invitation to the Masters. So he already got that. But, but if you turn pro, you lose your invitation to the Masters. But now that he's won, he gets he another gets invitation anyway. to the Masters. So he can turn pro, still play in the Masters, gets in all the elevated events now. He's in the majors. He's in the top 70 in the world golf rankings. Bro. 
Did you see the video though of his teammates in at Alabama? They, they went. They were in a van. They went bananas. Uh, riding, I don't know, you know, to a tournament or something. And it was pretty cool. They had a TV in the van. It was a big, nice Sprinter van, and they were all watching and they were filming their reaction when he made that putt. They just went absolutely nuts. The problem is they're probably going to lose him as a teammate now because he's yeah. going to immediately turn pro. I haven't heard any official decision, but I'm glad to know he's coming to the Farmers Insurance yep. Open, which uh, begins in just two days Love at Torrey it. Pines, Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, good field. Uh, Xander Shoffley's in. Justin Thomas is in. Justin withdrew, I think. Oh, he I think did? That, I think oh, that was wow. in the same, You've got, the uh, same You saw an email clip. that I didn't see. I think so. that was in the same clip. Uh, he had a good week, though, at, uh, did. In, the, in the desert. Maybe he feels like he's sharp enough that he J- can take I a week off. I think it said JT. I'm Cat. almost positive. Ben, um, ben not knowing who Cat Williams even was and then being able to tell us everything about some 19-year-old 20 golfer, year old 20 year old golfer, golfer yeah. that nobody had ever Very heard of before this weekend. That's the most on-brand yes. thing I think I've ever heard. It is on-brand. And that's Don't and Do Do This for a Monday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, there were some baseball moves over the weekend involving a couple of now former Friars. Uh, of course, nothing nothing. I saw the Padres, unless I missed an email that Woods saw. <laughs> Padres made a few moves that I'm unaware of at this point on a Monday morning. We'll get to that coming up next year with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'd say if there's one Padres-related takeaway from last week in Arizona, it's it's got to be seeing some of those young guys out there putting in the work and the excitement that you get from the staffers feels very well about the uh, the up and coming prospects for the Padres this time around. So let's talk for a second. I didn't get a chance to uh, to share the story last week, but uh, one of the presentations that they did. At Fantasy Camp. It's pretty cool. Um, so Riley Westman came in, and he did a presentation with Jonathan Matthews. And uh, Jonathan came over with Andy Green as an assistant hitting coach. 
transition into hitting coach at a lot of levels, managed in Fort Wayne last year, promoted to hitting coordinator alongside Oscar Bernard for this year. What a phenomenally great speaker and uh, and uh, story that he told. So he's the one that implemented the – what did they call him, Paulie? Do you remember the foam the foam party? They call yep. it a foam party, <laughs> and it's not that kind of foam party. Ben, I know where your head is. Is this a rave? Are we talking about a rave? I know where your head immediately goes because, <laughs> well, because you're a deviant now. Then we all know that. So – they were talking about it was pretty cool, man. It's a little bit in the weeds, but for baseball fans, that's pretty much how we live. Talking about the the pitcher that you're going to be facing that night. Is he north south guy? You know, is he up in the zone? Is he down in the zone with his off speed? Or is he east west guy? All the guys now, they're sweeper, all east west movement. So they're able to now with technology go in and basically plug in what that night's pitcher is going to look like. Now They've done this before, and they did it with real baseballs. Guys were like, hey, man, um, this guy throws 98. I don't know that I want to go and replicate before a game a 98-mile-an-hour 98 heater in on my hands and try to you know, get used to it. So they, they started using these foam balls, and it, it's perfect. So the guys can go in, wham. Hit it, see what the, the, the pitcher of the night looks like. But He's, if they happen to take one off oh, the yeah. handle, not gonna hurt them at all. They're not feeling no. that for the rest of the night. It's so. pretty awesome, dude. Pretty awesome stuff. So I I ran into uh to Mr. Matthews in the hallway and I said, Hey, that was awesome stuff. I can't get enough of that. And I said, uh, I said, quickly. I said, Who looks who looks the best with the stick? And he goes, Jackson Merrill. He just didn't even didn't even pause. He goes, He's he's he he looks good. He looks good. He can hit. And I said, all right, all right, good to know. So excited about uh, him. And I heard that from four or five people out there, Jackson Merrill, supposedly the real deal um, out there. And I told you last week, too, talking to some of the guys, the vibe is different. It's different uh, than it's been in years past. So think we were there five years ago for our very first time. Paulie, remember some of the prospects coming up through that time? (laughs) Didn't hear a word about them. Not one single solitary word the the returns on on Pauly, on Marcy, on Merrill, just raving, raving about the work these guys are putting in. So listen, I, I know it doesn't it doesn't mean a damn thing until they come to the big league level and do it. I'm just don't kill the messenger here. I know people have been fed this stuff before. I'm just telling you what I heard, and I thought it got me. It 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 lit the fire in me a little bit. You're as far from a prospect hugger, yeah, as there really can be. Um, I think I was, and I, th- I think maybe I'm getting the hugging vibe and, you a know, little bit. When it, when it came to Jackson Merrill, uh, I'll have to admit, over the last year, I've almost thought it's it's inevitable the Padres are going to have to trade him. They haven't moved his position. They've blocked him at every turn. It's just not making a lot of sense to to bring him up and make him a core part of the future Padres. Yet after last week and hearing what people have said about him and the trajectory that he's been on – if they do end up trading him, I, I think there's going to be part of me that's really disappointed now. I, I couldn't agree uh, more, Ben. I, I think with him, I think, I, you know, obviously shortstop is going to be blocked here for you, Jackson. And, you know, that's if you really have your heart set on being a shortstop and that's where you project to be the best, this is probably not the organization for you right now, my friend. As much as, you know, you're probably deserving of, of a look, um, if you want to help the San Diego Padres win in 2024 and beyond, I don't know that shortstop, barring some wild injury or trade or something, uh, I don't know that that's going to be the best spot for you. Um, but 
you know, if you want to make the big league club this year, I believe you will have a chance. You're going to have to play a different position, you know, and I, I don't know. Could that lead to, you know, it makes you speculate a little bit. Maybe that's why AJ hasn't been super duper active, you know, on the free agent market. Could be a, a multitude of reasons, but maybe one of them is he's like, look, I want to get reports back and find out if this kid's ready to go start in left field for us on opening day. Stranger things have certainly happened, but by all accounts, his bat is is projecting really well for the San Diego Padres in the year 2024. Josh Hader gets his bag, not necessarily from the team people were expecting. We'll get to the weekend moves in Major League Baseball right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. I don't know if there was one Padres fan who had even a, a shred of a thought that Josh Hader might be back. Even though, theoretically, it was possible. No one even considered the possibility that they would spend any of their limited off-season funds on bringing Hater back. Yeah, well, so. nor did they have the funds no. required, allegedly, to go out so, and sign to Josh at, Hader. At the very least, we were well braced for the news over the weekend that Josh Hader had agreed to a five-year, $95 million contract with the Houston Astros, a team that uh, wasn't necessarily viewed as seriously in the market for bullpen help because... Well, they just have a really good bullpen already. Ryan Presley, who's a very solid closer. Brian Abreu. Uh, who's got one year left on his contract. Uh, they did lose Kendall Graveman. They found out he was going to miss the entire season. But uh, I saw a lot of people pointing out losing the re- the reaction to losing Kendall Graveman is not necessarily going out and signing Josh Hader for a a hundred million dollars, but that's uh, that's what they did, and the Astros certainly are. You know, they want to get back to the World Series, and they think a bullpen is a good way to do it. Uh, Hater can argue that he got the biggest contract for a reliever ever. Technically, it's lower in terms of overall dollars than Edwin Diaz, but Diaz had some deferred money. So the way they calculated, I guess technically Josh Hader's real dollar value for the deal is slightly more than what Edwin Diaz got from the Mets. So his agent can say, hey, when we were going for the greatest, you know, closer contract of all time and we got it but your thoughts Woodsy on uh, Josh Hader to the Houston Astros I think it makes the Houston Astros a very very uh, formidable team especially late in the game with Brian Abreu as I mentioned uh, with Ryan Presley and with with now Josh Hader I'm assuming Josh Hader is going to be the closer he's going to be your ninth inning three out guy he's going to be I don't know how much you would need him uh, to 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 go multiple innings, obviously, uh, as even he mentioned before. Yeah, listen, we're in the playoffs. It's a different story. We've we've seen it, uh, but he's not going to be a guy. And I know he was he was in Milwaukee. They really really burned through him as best they could. Then tried to screw him in arbitration, put a sour taste in his mouth. We all know the story uh, of Josh Hader. I think it's a great fit for them. I think it's an absolutely fantastic fit for them. Uh, I know that they did not like watching the Texas Rangers run to a World Series uh, championship last year. I know they didn't like that. And much like the Dodgers didn't like losing to the Padres, much like the Dodgers didn't like losing to the Diamondbacks, it forces your hand a little bit. They have the money to spend. They're a huge, huge market. They're a good baseball team, and they just got a lot better by signing Josh Hader. If you're Ryan Presley, you can't really say anything. Not a damn thing. But probably, do you even care? I don't. Yeah, I wonder I think, if you I think even you're, care. I think you're kind of mad about this. Do you think so? Because it's Josh Hader, so there's really no competition. You can't go and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm throwing great. I'm going to be the closer. And they're going to make Josh the setup guy for me." Josh Hader is going to be the closer. At that, I think there's with no that doubt. track record and that kind of money. Josh Hader is getting to close. Ryan Presley is going to be a free agent, and now going into his free agency year. 
He's not going to have the saves. You know, the those numbers that, you know, jack up the contract offers in the offseason. I'm sure he'll do just fine. He's got... I mean, his numbers were still good. He was four and five. His ERA was three point five eight last year, a little higher than his career average. But they said the you know the peripherals, the you know the numbers behind the numbers, all looked still really good for Ryan Presley last year. He didn't do anything to lose his closer's job, but he just lost it to a superstar in Josh Hader, which means he's now a setup guy, and setup guys don't make as much as closers do in the free agent market. And we'll see what. What transpires and whether he ends up signing an extension with Houston or, or goes on to free. And Robert Stevenson got the second biggest Ooh. offseason deal for a relief pitcher from the Los Angeles Angels, but that was only $33 million. Now, is Ryan Presley a Stevenson or is he a hater? Because he's probably thinking, I was a hater guy. I was thinking, you know, 80, 90 million. Now, maybe I'm more of a 40 million guy. That could be a very expensive signing. For Ryan Presley to to lose all those save opportunities this season, yeah, and I, I you know I don't know Ryan uh, at all. Uh, all I because I have never heard him utter one word. He just goes out, takes the ball, and and tries to get the last three outs. I, I you would imagine when you sign a Josh Hader and you're trying to win a World Series that that would make you happy. Um, everybody wants to be the man. I get it, but Ryan Presley now has to look at it as oh cool now I can go out and focus on being the best eighth inning guy or. The seventh inning guy, if Brian Abreu takes the next step and he gets the eighth, just want to win a World Series again, uh, I would imagine. So I don't, I don't know how he's going to feel. He was about a it. really good ninth inning guy, though. Thirty-one saves, yep. one point zero seven WHIP last season. Not Josh Hader, but really good. A lot yep. of teams would love to have him in the ninth inning. He's going to have to settle for probably the eighth inning though this sure. season. No, I, I, I totally understand. Um, but that team got better. They got better by adding Josh Hader again. We'll see how he's deployed. Who's their manager again? Who's their their new manager? Joe Espada. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, now, did the St. Louis Cardinals get better with their move they made over the weekend, signing Matt Carpenter to a one year deal? He'll get the uh, he'll get the minimum. Huh. The Atlanta Braves will play the, pay the rest of his salary. Uh, with the Padres sending, of course, a million and a half to the Braves and Ray Kerr to get rid of Matt Carpenter for his final year of his contract. So I had 100% completely forgotten about that. Did you? I 1,000% <laughs> thought oh, forgot. He was a free agent, obviously. Obviously. Uh, no, I, I thought he had one year. He was I, a free agent after the Braves released him. They released, <laughs> yep. I but the Padres <laughs> traded him to the Braves <laughs> yep. to save about $4 million of his salary next year. Had to tack on Ray Kerr, of course, to get rid of him. Yep. The Braves kept him for a hot minute, realized no one was was going to trade for him, so they just released him, and now he's uh, returning to his home in St. Louis with the Cardinals for either one more go around or maybe just a, a tip of the cap to the fans in spring training. If it doesn't work out, they're really on the hook for almost nothing, just a, a minimum deal. And if he doesn't make the team, I think the Braves end up having to pay all of it anyway. So, kind of a no risk deal for the St. Louis Cardinals. We're all going to be pretty mad if. Ryan, if Matt Carpenter has a really good season, though, here for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, he'll he'll if if he makes the the team, yeah. he will absolutely torch the San Diego Padres. That is going to be that's something that you can. It's going to be frustrating. You can write it in stone. He's going to be. We'll do the aggravating to say the least. We'll set the over under on six hits in a three game set, and he like will, Tommy Pham. Like Tommy Pham, he had to, he beat the over the first night, <laughs> a bomb and like four hits or something, but. Uh, I mean, look, he's that's where that's that's who he is. He's a St. Louis Cardinal. Um, I don't. I again, I don't know that he'll make the roster out of spring training, Ben. But that man is not. It's not the last you'll see of him in baseball. That guy is going to be in a dugout probably for the rest of his career. That's that's probably where he belongs. And I don't. 
I don't have anything against Matt Carpenter. No. He didn't do anything wrong. He just didn't do well. I'm sure he wanted to do well I'm sure with he the did. San Diego Padres. I'm sure he did. He just didn't do well. At all. And it will be frustrating if he does well somewhere else. After he did well with the New York Yankees, didn't do well with the Padres, if he does well with the Cardinals, it's not gonna it's gonna stick in your craw. I'm not exactly sure where the craw is. I think it's somewhere around here, yeah, but gullet, it'll maybe. stick right here if Matt Carpenter has even a halfway decent season with the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, I, I you know him making the rosters. Maybe a long shot. They brought, so they brought in a ton of vets. I mean, they've got a ton yeah. of veterans. I mean, baseball team. experts will say this is a flyer. This is not someone they're counting on. Don't expect anything. He's probably not going to make the team. But we're all Padres fans, and we know how this works. We're expecting Matt Carpenter to somehow be like an, a fringe all-star for the St. Louis Cardinals this year because that's how things seem to go for this franchise and this fan base. Yeah, I, they they have somebody in their system that can do the job of a Matt Carpenter, but a Matt Carpenter there to, you know, be a, a leader. Um, he's got a lot of experience doing our, our friend Katie Wu wrote an article about that, about his experience and, and what he's seen. So, yeah, man, you bring a guy like that in for nothing. Yeah, for nothing, for it's a great move. Yeah, for, not for $12 leadership, million. Dollars leadership for uh, next to nothing is always appreciated. When all you're getting is leadership, though, for yeah, twelve million dollars. Those are valuable roster spots. You need man. you need production when you're spending that kind of money. In addition to the leadership, I'd say that was a uh, toe stubbing by AJ Preller. That was one where you you kicked it on the edge of the bed and went, "Oh man, what did I do?" What oh yeah, but the DH situation last year, which Nightmare. looked great on paper, right-handed, left-handed, Nelson Cruz, Matt Carpenter. Oh, this is this is genius. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's definitely. Definitely a, a misfire yep. by AJ Preller. Hundred percent didn't happens. work out. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that he's going to put up some monster numbers uh, out there. But if he does make the team, that will be that'll be a surprise to me. Still, a lot of free agents out there, even even with the signing of Josh Hader. Blake Snell, of course, remains unsigned. Um, Jock Peterson is still out there. Cody Bellinger is still out there as well. There are tons of big names that haven't signed yet. There are teams like the Miami Marlins have not spent one dollar. In free agency yet. The Oakland A's have spent more than Miami Marlins in free agency this offseason. Is that right? So there are still some quiet teams out there. It's not just the Padres, who at least have added a couple of relief options, uh, obviously, from Asia in the offseason. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, the second half of Ben Woods is on the way. Want to talk about the Aztecs. We're going to give away some tickets to their game tomorrow night against Wyoming. Tough loss on Saturday morning against Boise State. Uh, more still to come on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.